on Rumble, YouTube, and Blaze TV. I'm Dave Rubin, this is The Rubin Report, and it is Friday, which means it's time for another Friday Roundtable Extravaganza. I'm in a seriously good mood today because of the story that is happening right now. And joining me is the editor-in-chief of the post-millennial, Libby Emmons, co-host of Viva Barnes Law on Locals.com, and new Floridian with the craziest hair in the entire state, Viva Fry, and the host of The News and Why It Matters on Blaze TV, Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Good to be here. We had a couple minutes before the live stream, and I am so into this Martha's Vineyard story, it's beyond imagination. I feel like I've waited my entire life for this. I feel like this is the mass <laughs> red pill moment. I feel like liberals are being mugged by reality. It's so spectacular. So that's sort of where we're going to spend most of the half hour. Uh, I should just update people real quick. If you don't know what's going on, basically... These uh, illegal immigrants, as you know, the border is basically totally porous. We're gonna have 2 million uh, border crossings this year. It's completely insane. The Democrats are pretending that they're doing something, but they're simply not. Uh, so 50 of these illegals end up in Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis does exactly what he promised to do, which is send them to sanctuary cities. In this case, he chose uh, Martha's Vineyard. And of course, the Democrats here in Florida are all attacking him. He's heartless, he's evil, how could he do this? This is horrible, Hitler, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that virtually every Democrat in the Senate here in Florida actually voted for the budget that allocated the money that sent. <laughs> I mean, you just can't make any of this up. It's just so perfect. Oh, and one other thing before we get started, it turns out in the last 10 minutes or so, a bunch of buses have already gotten to Martha's Vineyard to bus <laughs> these 50 people off the island. So man, liberals can get it done when they really want to. All right, we're gonna get to the, to the team here and all that. <laughs> Let me just talk to you about real estate agents I trust real quick. Uh, you guys know that buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do. And it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. Usually our homes are our biggest investment, which is a ton of responsibility. And you need an agent who takes that seriously. That's why I recommend real estate agents I trust. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework talking to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And here's a big one, they work with only full-time pros, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Their team makes the introduction, then follows you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. The agents they work with have long track records. They're the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you wanna go. Just head on over to realestateagentsitrust.com today and provide them with some basic info. Their team will contact you to make an introduction to their preferred agent in your town. You likely move to Florida and live happily ever after. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let's do a little media coverage of what is going on in Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard first. Here is Whoopi Goldberg of The View. Yesterday, undocumented immigrants were put on planes and flown from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Florida Governor 
Ron DeSantis said he used his state's funds to do that. That means taxpayers paid for it. And his spokesperson added that places like Massachusetts and New York should take care of them since they're the ones inviting them here by calling themselves sanctuary cities. I get that. I, I understand what they're trying to do. I get they're, tr they're trying to make a point. But it's these are people you're playing with. These are real live people with children and older people. And, you know, we can work it out. But if you're going to be a bone Head. Yeah. Who wants to play with you? Whoopi Goldberg talking about boneheads. You gotta love it. Okay, so just really to be clear, guys, it's a Democrat administration, so if the fault starts anywhere, it's with Biden. That's number one. As I said, DeSantis had it in the budget. The Florida Dems voted for it. The Dems in these cities created sanctuary cities. So everything that is supposed to be happening is happening right now. Libby, are they, is, is DeSantis a bonehead? <laughs> I think this is actually really a very smart political move. Uh, people are complaining that DeSantis has politicized illegal migrants here. And I think that clearly the Biden administration had already done that by saying that the border was closed when it was obviously very, very open. Um, and it, this actually brought um, the stories of this border crisis to mainstream media where it has been absent for some time, people are ignoring the problems that we're facing at the border, and DeSantis was able to uh, bring them to the fore. And I think that that's, uh, that's certainly worth this, and it's not a bonehead move at all. Americans need to know what's going on, and um, the Democrat leaders in this country need to do something about it. They're clearly able to do something about it when 50 immigrants who aren't there to clean the homes of the wealthy show up on Martha's Vineyard. So why can't they do something about it in the border towns and border states where their help is really needed? Right, exactly, and to drive the point home, I mean, they already bust them off the island in basically mm -hmm. 24 hours. Obama did not open up his 30-acre estate and give them a quarter of an acre or anything like that. Sarah, you're in Texas. The Texas border towns have been overrun for years. Um, are you upset that the media has ignored that while suddenly freaking out about Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, it is really frustrating to hear not just the media, but also, you know, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and New York City Mayor Eric Adams, all of these these leaders talk about the influx of migrants that they have, and they, they just don't have the resources to handle. And they're talking about 9,000 migrants, 6,000 migrants. Mm -hmm. They're talking about minute numbers compared to the migrants, the illegal immigrants who are pouring through the borders here in Texas. You think Eagle Pass, Texas has the resources to, to you know, take care of all of these migrants? You think McAllen, Texas has the resources to take care of all of these migrants? Clearly, these border towns are not equipped to deal with all of this influx. And nobody seemed to care until it came and fell in the Democrats' lap. Um, I mean, I, I will say, I'm glad, I hope, as you pointed out, that maybe this is a red pill moment for you. But Texas has been dealing with this for a long time. And I would also say to Whoopi Goldberg, you know, I would agree with her that these people are being used as political pawns. I would say that they started being used as political yes. pawns by the left for years and years and years. The left have been the ones to weaponize minorities not just the Hispanics, not just the people pouring in across the southern border, but also blacks and all of the other minorities that they have been using as political pawns for so long. And there is nothing that makes that more obvious than the fact that when you actually make them 
that hold them to the same standard that they have been imposing on the rest of us and say, you know what? You're the one who wants them here. You're the one who's opened up your city as a sanctuary city. Here you go. You go ahead and put your money where your mouth is. All of a sudden, they don't want to do that. It's because they have been the ones who have been for so long, had no consequences for their policies. Now that they do, it becomes very clear it's unsustainable. Yeah, that's why I love the phrase liberals mugged by reality. It's as simple as that. Check out this tweet from Elizabeth Warren on this. I think it gets to the heart of a lot of what you're talking about there. She said, uh, exploiting vulnerable people for political stunts is repulsive and cruel. Massachusetts is fully capable of handling asylum seekers and I'll keep working with local, state and federal partners to ensure we have the necessary resources to take care for people with dignity, of course, I then retweeted it because we've all got to be snarky on there. I wrote, breaking Native American welcomes illegals to her reservation. Uh, Viva, I mean, it sounds like Elizabeth Warren is actually cool with this. She doesn't like Ron DeSantis, but they've got the resources. She's going to take money from other people and give it to other people while pretending to be a good guy. She should be very excited about this. The, the hypocrisy that this has revealed is stunning in real time. Elizabeth Warren says people are not political tools to be used for political purposes. And then in the second half of that tweet, she <laughs> proceeds to use people as political tools for political purposes. Yeah. The idea that it's not in my backyard, but we love it. And then when it gets into their backyard, they say without any shame, without even any second thought, well, we're not a border town. So we're not supposed to deal with this. This is supposed to be for those border towns, not DC, not Martha's Vineyard. And then when it gets into their backyard, they're like, maybe this isn't all hunky-dory. Maybe this isn't exactly what we should expect everyone else to do. And they start walking back policy in real time. There was an article in uh, NBC Boston asking the question, is, Boston, is Massachusetts really a sanctuary state? It's complicated. It's not complicated. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. They all, you know, virtue signaled when the highest court said you can't arrest someone or ask them about their, their immigration status. They love virtue signaling when they could get the points. But when reality comes to their front door, all of a sudden they want to backtrack a little bit. It's complicated. Let's get them off the island. Let's get them back to these border towns because we're not a border town. Right. Not that I need to drive the point home about their hypocrisy, but here's a tweet from Gavin Newsom on this. Uh, what Governor Ron DeSantis and Governor Greg Abbott are doing isn't clever. It's cruel. I'm formerly uh, requesting that the DOJ begin an immediate investigation in these, uh, into these inhumane efforts to use kids as political pawns. As everyone here has already illustrated, if someone's doing something inhumane, it's the people that let them in when they are by definition breaking the law at that point. Sending people to Martha Stewart, uh, Martha Stewart, Martha's Vineyard <laughs> sounds pretty good. Martha Stewart probably has a place on Martha's Vineyard yeah. though, I would imagine. Um, all right, here's some video from MSNBC because Chuck Todd must have a summer home there and he's freaking out because the infrastructure might collapse. And it's all? due to treating people as political pawns, leaving some migrants who might have been misled to believe they were going elsewhere, as reported by NPR, on a literal island that doesn't have any infrastructure designed to help them at all. In a word, it's inhumane. In a word, Chuck Todd's a moron. I mean, it, it's just <laughs> incredible. It's just incredible. It's a literal island that rich people vacation on. Uh, and it has some infrastructure, hence Obama and his 30-acre estate, which will probably be destroyed by climate change. Sarah, can you talk a little bit, since you're in Texas, about the infrastructure of some of the towns that you mentioned before? I mean, they must be really robust that they can welcome in thousands and thousands of people, and it's really just wonderful. It must be so much better than Martha's yeah. Vineyard. 
Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, and I think that, you know, you're seeing all of these previously Democrat run small border towns uh, on the border of Texas and Mexico all of a sudden flip and, and turn red. That mm -hmm. is because these border policies have been devastating to these communities. These are not rich communities. These are actually very, uh, in some cases, poor communities or, you know, maybe middle class farmers just working to get by, but they can't because their, their crops keep getting overrun by illegals who are, I mean, quite literally just walking across and walking through these farmers' yards. We had uh, a couple months ago, we had a video that we played on my show of, um, I'm not sure if you saw it, of Texas National Guard closing a literal gate onto yep. private property. Yep, yep. And the Border Patrol came and opened it back up. I mean, these are people who are saying, we cannot handle this anymore. We don't have the infrastructure for it. We've never had the infrastructure for it. Please stop allowing these people to decimate our town. And the federal government is saying, no, we're going to let them in. And you know, I, I love that they always bring up compassion because when you talk about inhumane and you talk about compassion, uh, I would love it if everyone could come here and we could have this great country where anyone who wanted to come could come. But the bottom line is you need to make sure that compassion goes first towards American citizens who are already living here. And I would say it is not compassionate or humane to force these people who are living on a border town to be subjected to all of their, you know, their property values are going down. They can't make a living because these these illegals are de destroying all of their crops the way they make their living. That is what is inhumane. And that is what the federal government is doing to its own people. Libby, I always bring up the point that it's not enough to just point out the hypocrisy with these people because we, we all get it at this point and, and just doing it over and over again. I think it's sort of important and I do think we have to mock them to some degree and, and address it. But do you think there's any way to get through to someone like Chuck Todd? I mean, the simple truth is if, if a border town in Texas was being overrun as Sarah's laying out there, he simply will not cover that on Meet the Press. Now, if Trump had been president and somehow it would have happened, even though they would have said Trump was racist because of the wall, they, they would be loving the story, right? His wall doesn't even work and blah, blah, blah. Now they're overrunning Texas, uh, Texas cities. Is there any way to get through to someone like Chuck Todd and, and the audience that he's talking to? You know, I've been thinking about that as well because we don't see the stories covered in um, mainstream press like that. And I think one thing that these outlets could do is actually start telling the stories of some of these migrants. As Sarah said, it's not compassionate to the people who live in these border towns to allow their communities to be completely overrun. They don't have the resources. It's also not compassionate to the people who are coming north to give them this hope that the United States can handle all of this, um, you know, all of these extra people who don't have resources and things here. So I think that that's important to note as well. Savannah Hernandez has been doing some reporting for us, and she actually told the story of a young woman who, um, like, not even a woman, a, a teenager, a young teenager, who was sent north by her parents with this hope that, um, she would be able to find a better life in the United States. And one of the things they gave her for her journey was a box of condoms. And by mm. the time she got to the border, there were only three left because she had been consistently raped along that journey. I've talked to other journalists who report from the border who say that the human traffickers uh, will put bracelets on young girls that say La Mujer on them so that when they get across the border, they know, you know, the other Traffickers on the other side of the border know that these young girls are destined to be trafficked in the sex industry. Uh, 
it's not compassionate to the people of South America to say, abandon your homes, abandon your families, abandon your children and come north when we don't have the infrastructure to handle everybody. And you have the administration who just seems to think that if you open your arms and everybody comes to hug you, you won't get completely trampled and buried under a giant pile of humanity. So that's a big issue, I think. There's no compassion for the people who are coming. They get swept away in the river. Their children die. They get raped along the way. They are sold a bill of false promises. It's just insane what we're doing to them and to those nations by by pulling their citizens out of their nations. You also see stories of people claiming refugee and asylum status after having ditched their home nation documentation at the border so that they can do that. What are we doing? Why are we doing this to these countries? And why are we doing this to the citizens of these other nations? And on top of all of that, uh, it will not surprise you guys that over on CNN, they had documentarian Ken Burns on with John Berman. And of course, they're comparing DeSantis's move to, yes, you guessed it, the Holocaust. We woke up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida sent two plane loads of migrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts, including kids and whatnot. And I'm not saying this is not a one for one. This is not a parallel here in any way. But it does address some of the same themes that are part of this documentary. Well, Kevin, it's I wonder if the you abstraction of human life. It's basically saying that you can use a human life that is as valuable as yours or mine or Lynn's and to put it in a position of becoming a political pawn in somebody's authoritarian game. This is the uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. This is what's so uh, disturbing about DeSantis, is to use human beings, to weaponize human beings for a political purpose. It's like when somebody disagrees with him in Florida, like the Walt Disney Company, he punishes them. I mean, there's so much stupidity there. Just real quick, I, I tweeted out two images, and as you can see, that Auschwitz and Martha's Vineyard are a little bit, a little bit different than each other. Uh, Viva, Viva, is this a bit much? I mean, there's just no, there's just, there's no bottom to the hole, right? There's no bottom. Can you imagine in the same sentence where he says it's inhumane to exploit humans for political pawns? Let me pivot into selling my documentary, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's shameless and it's first of all I, I don't even care about their hyperbolic idiotic comparisons period but they talk about exploiting humans to sell their books to sell their documentaries there's no connection whatsoever and it's almost as bad as chuck todd comparing 9-11 to january 6 also mm -hmm. speaking of not using people as political tools but january sixers are as bad as the terrorists that flew planes into the world trade center i mean it, it, they're incorrigible because they're not honest in what they're doing. They are there to mislead. The question is, how do you reach their base? I think it's happening in real time. You can feel the seismic shift in the social media universe. Uh, and the more that they compare this, taking migrants and bringing them anywhere in America, I mean, they gotta go somewhere. So Martha's Vineyard, it's comparable to the Holocaust, but leave them in border towns, leave them in detention facilities on the border towns, that's fine because Martha's Vineyard doesn't have to see them then. Build some detention centers in Martha's Vineyard. Let people see what actually happens in reality. Maybe they'll start changing national policy. Right, and again, putting them on a plane to Martha's Vineyard somehow is inhumane, but then when they get to Martha's Vineyard, putting them on a bus back to the mainland, that's somehow good. It's, it's rather extraordinary, but it's not just happening in Martha's Vineyard, it's also happening in DC. Here's what's going on 
over in Texas. We've got a tweet from Greg Abbott, who's the governor there. This morning, two Texas buses of migrants arrived at the Naval Observatory in DC. VP Harris claims our border is secure and denies the crisis. We're sending migrants back to her backyard or to her backyard and call on the Biden administration to do its job and secure the border. And then of course, AOC jumped in on this. I remember how folks stepped up to help Texans when you left them cold and hungry during the freeze. We will welcome these families too. They have so much to offer. You do seem to be struggling at your job though. Maybe you should consider if this is the right work for you. And uh, actually before, we, before I get comment from you guys, here's a video of two busloads of Texans, uh, two busloads from Texas, not of Texans, from Texas of Venezuelans who were dropped off in front of Kamala Harris's house. They're showing up at Kamala's house. It sounds like AOC wants them at her house. I saw a video of Hillary Clinton this morning saying when people show up at your door, you should help them. Oddly, she has a huge fence in front of her house at Chappaqua. Uh, surprise, surprise, Sarah, the, the, the hypocrisy theme continues. Yeah, it's so funny to me because, you know, tweeting about it is one thing and claiming that you're going to help these families because they have so much to offer is one thing. But in practice, six months from now, 12 months from now, when they continue to have an influx, it will be very interesting to see if uh, they notice the rise in crime, if they notice the rise in homelessness, if they notice their cities have become dirtier, if they notice all of these things and decide that maybe that isn't the right path for them because... Again, the left is so used to setting standards for everyone else that they are not actually, they don't believe that they will actually have to follow through with uh, themselves. Now that Greg Abbott is busing these people over, which by the way, uh, AOC tried to claim that he's not doing his job very well. Well, it is in fact the federal government yes. who is not allowing him to do his job. So I find that very interesting, but you know, in, in they can say whatever they want. Will they actually back it up and put their money where their mouth is? I mean, if Martha's Vineyard tells you anything, uh, it certainly is not going to uh, to last very long. And I would like to, to go back to something uh, about the Liz Warren tweet that you put up earlier. Mm -hmm. I noticed that, again, just similar to AOC, I noticed that she, she claims Massachusetts is ready and willing to handle all of this. But then she mentions in the next sentence that she is going to partner with federal agencies. Well, federal agencies would indicate that you're going to try to get resources from other states when you just said that Massachusetts could handle it. So it's interesting the doublespeak that these politicians give. And uh, in, in reality, they know that if this continues and they continue having this influx, just as Texas has been faced with, just as Arizona has been faced with, just as California has been faced with, they continue to have this influx. Uh, they're gonna end up like another mini California. They're gonna end up uh, like a border town you know, in California. And I think that it's gonna be very interesting to see them pivot from cute little talking points on Twitter to, hey guys, we gotta get these people out of here because we cannot, it's not sustainable. And that's the thing that I think the left is just so 
bad at is they they can't think logically. Logistically speaking, again, I said this earlier, I would love it if we could just open our yep. doors to everyone and everyone could just come in. But logistically speaking, that is not sustainable, especially with the welfare system that we have. You cannot have open borders and a giant welfare country. And so it's just so interesting to see the left continue to think that it's just sustainable to continue to allow people in all because they want a better life. That's just not the way the world works. And one last thing, Dave, uh, she talks about families. She always They always want to mention kids. These families are coming in. They deserve better. It's most of them are not families. Most of them are either children coming in by themselves uh, with coyotes, as Libby mentioned, in a very mm -hmm. dangerous journey, or they are young men who are coming in from all sorts of places, not even necessarily from Central or South America. So it's just so it's it's so gross for her to try and act like these are all just families looking for a better life, when in actuality, that's not the case. And that's why this story is just so great because we're just seeing their lies knock down one at a time. It's like watching the dominoes fall. One lie goes into another, goes into another, goes into another, and then people start realizing, look, if you're on Martha's Vineyard right now, uh, there's a video going around of, of a woman who's just a resident there, you know, basically saying, we don't have the infrastructure, we can't do anything about this. And it's like, maybe she's about to be red-pilled. Maybe she's suddenly <laughs> gonna realize, boy, I'm not better than those people that live in the border towns in Texas and California and Arizona and everything else. Well, then of course, uh, you guys probably saw that earlier in the week, Kamala Harris did do an interview where she said that the border is secure. Uh, then of course, this whole thing happens and she got asked if, if that's actually the case. Vice President Harris, any comment on the migrants that were dropped off at the Naval Observatory? No, no, no laughing that time. Yeah, Viva, she's, she's better when she's not talking, huh? It's, it, they, they can't keep up with their own rubbish. You saw Jean-Pierre, you know, trying to answer a question. Uh, they can't keep yeah. up with their, their own lives. They can't keep up with the falsehood that people are seeing in real time. Just to get back to something about Gavin Newsom, Dave. Gavin Newsom suggesting they investigate DeSantis for busing migrants to Martha's Vineyard as though that's a federal crime. Uh, be careful what you ask for, because I seem to recall Joe Biden flying underage children yep. uh, into the middle of New York in the dead of night. Although this might be Gavin's uh, long-term play to get DeSantis and POTUS so that he can be the next POTUS. But it, it, they don't think two steps ahead in terms of consequences of policies. And I'm saying the political left here. Open borders, but we're not migrant towns. So so long as it stays in someone else's backyard, okay. Oh, now it's now it's in our backyard? Well, we don't think we should use people for political pool to, tools but let's use them for virtue signaling points online. Oh, let's go investigate people for, for transporting migrants. Maybe think that in about one step that's gonna backfire on you because that's what's been going on for a long time. Uh, but social media is a toxic hellhole, but it's also yep. a very useful place to share the madness, share the insanity and share the information. I know, I hate it so much and I'm trying to use Twitter less, but the last day or so on there, it's the memes have been great. It's like we're watching, you know, who knows where they're, where they're you know, siphoning us and, and whether people are actually seeing what we're sharing and all that kind of stuff. But there's been a lot of fun stuff out there because it's like, man, the truth, if you can get the truth out there cle clearly and cleanly, it is fun, uh, usually. Uh, so let's, uh, speaking of some of the hypocrisy, DC Mayor Muriel Bowser, she is called DC a sanctuary city. So then of course these people start showing up there. Then all her homeless shelters are overrun. Then she gets very upset. You guys probably saw the video of the councilwoman there who was very excited that they were a sanctuary city. Now she's freaking out. DeSantis is Hitler, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Here's uh, Muriel Bowser on what's going on in DC. Do you think that the migrants being dropped off here will make the Biden administration see it more clearly since it's where they live too? 
Oh, I'm pretty sure they understand um, and see the, the situation clearly. Um, but all the, all the lawmakers here and the lawmakers at home in, Tex in their homes in Texas or Arizona, they need to understand that we need a system, an immigration system that's, that works, that's fair at the border, but also is dealing with the millions of people who live here who need a pathway to citizenship. Libby, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the uh, governors of Texas and Arizona do understand it, and that's why they're sending people to her sanctuary city. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And we saw the same thing happening in New York with uh, Mayor Adams starting to question our rules that say anyone who seeks shelter gets shelter. And this mm -hmm. past weekend, the city was unable to house everyone who was seeking shelter in that city for the first time in a very long time, uh, which is, of course, a heartbreak, I would imagine, to all New Yorkers who endorse these, you know, this policy. But yeah, now that these blue mayors are starting to see what's going on, it is interesting to hear them make the exact same complaints that the governors of border states have been making for some time. I do wonder, however, if what's going to happen is that these Democrat leaders are going to demand, as Liz Warren did, more resources for the from the federal government to handle these problems and not to handle them in a way that actually works to solve the problems, but simply to spend more money, to throw mm -hmm. more money at it. And just going back to Kamala Harris, wasn't she tasked with dealing with the border? Wasn't she supposed yep. to go down to the Northern Triangle countries uh, and try and get people to stay home? And instead she's off there cackling about nothing and making word salad and uh, doing nothing worthwhile in the government. I don't even know what she's doing there. Well, let's end then with the reverse of word salad with the guy who I suppose sort of started this thing, although really it's Biden who started this thing, Ron DeSantis, who again, got the funds passed in the budget to do just this and is now doing exactly what he said, which is what we always ask politicians to do. Well, he's got some non-word salad when it comes to talking about what's going on right now. Beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden go berserk and they're so upset that this is happening. And it just shows you, you know, their virtue signaling is a fraud. Okay. They, they are supporting policies that are just frankly indefensible. It is not defensible for a superpower to not have any control over the territory of its country, over the borders of its country. And he inherited a situation where you didn't have this happening. And yes, we needed to build the wall. There was more that we needed to do. He reversed the Trump policies, knowing what would end up happening. And you know, one of the reasons why we want to transport, because we obviously, it's expensive if people are coming here. You gotta, it taxes social services and all these other things. Don't you guys just love hearing truth? Like when it's just so obvious, it's easy, it's pleasant, you can breathe, it's nice. You know, interestingly, he makes a great point there about the virtue signaling. Okay, we all get that. But the point is, it's very easy for all of these Democrat mayors and governors to say we're sanctuary cities and states when the border actually works like it did under Trump. Now the border doesn't work. And suddenly they're very upset about that. Uh, Viva, you're in Florida now. Very exciting to be here, wouldn't you say? I'm witnessing it re in real time, you know, firsthand. 
but you know, hearing DeSantis talk, it's easy to speak freely when you're speaking the truth. He yeah. doesn't have to mince his words. He doesn't have to cover up for past lies. Uh, you know, at one point in time, I remember seeing it from from the north. Uh, talking about building a wall was racist. Talking about uh, problematic immigration was racist. And they said it. Now that they've come through, busing them to sanctuary cities is racist, or according to Burns, Hitlerian. And then they say, we need, a, we need a border policy that works. It's only when the problem, the policy problem, hits their front yard that they start making sense, like Whoopi Goldberg to some extent. Uh, you know, now mm -hmm. we need policy that works. Mm -hmm. Now let's be civil with each other. But until the problem gets to our front door, we are politically rabid and we are uh, you know, politically partisan to the extent that anything you propose that would have otherwise been a rational, logical solution, we're going to frame as racism, bigotry, xenophobia, whatever, to, de to demonize you. Sarah, do you feel like people in Texas are, uh, who maybe were on the fence about Abbott or, you know, there's this weird, there are Democrats in Texas, it's weird. <laughs> like, do you think people are getting it there maybe? Uh, yeah, I absolutely that do. Especially wouldn't. when, yeah, especially when the alternative is, of course, Robert Francis O'Rourke, who is going to do absolutely nothing to at least try to correct this problem. In fact, he would just let more people in uh, and already, you know, in already, uh, you know, towns that are are already suffering. So I do think that it has uh, it has strengthened people's uh, ideas that, yeah, you know, we can't we can't afford to vote any other way except Governor Abbott. I wouldn't say that anyone is particularly passionate about Governor Abbott, uh, as people perhaps are in Florida, but he'll do, you know, he'll he'll do much better over over Robert Francis O'Rourke. I do want to go back to uh, to Kamala as well. It's just so fascinating to see the stark contrast between uh, Kamala Harris answering a simple question. You mentioned she was asked if the border was secure, uh, you know, several, I think it was last week. And her answer was just, you could tell she's literally mm -hmm. coming up with every single word in that moment. She has absolutely no idea where she's going to go to. And then you have Ron DeSantis, who is the exact opposite and gives a very cohesive, uh, correct answer. I also heard, I can't remember if it was Eric Adams or Lori Lightfoot uh, earlier this week say, we need a national solution. Mm -hmm. Guess what, guys? We have a national solution. It's called enforcing the border laws that already exist. And the fact that they can't comprehend that is just amazing to me. There is a national solution. The border states are already trying to get that done. So perhaps now that this has been dumped in your backyard, maybe you will now agree that we have to enforce our borders. Every other nation does it. We are no different and it is unsustainable to do anything different. Libby, I'll give you the last word. Are we just all mean and callous and maybe we should just be nicer and say nice things because people like hearing nice things. <laughs> I think we're actually being a lot kinder to these illegal immigrants than the Democrats are who have been using them as pawns this entire time to bolster their own image and then do absolutely nothing to help these people out. Uh, these people who are coming north, they need secure countries. They need secure borders of their own. They need more infrastructure there. And to get that, you need your people to stay where they are and work hard for the betterment of their own nations and their own towns, their own families. What we're doing is tearing families apart. Parents desperately want something better for their kids. They believe this garbage promise of the Biden administration. It was shortly after Biden came into office that um, Mayorkas said, we're not saying don't come, we're saying mm -hmm, don't mm -hmm. come now. And you know, for months after that, we heard migrants saying Biden told us to come, Biden told us to come. 
Um, it's just a lie and it does nothing for them, for their families or for their nations. What we really need is a strong North America and a strong South America. Um, and we're not going to get that under these policies at all. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm going to finish up without you guys. Have a great weekend. Welcome Thanks to so America once again, Viva. <laughs> and Thank you very uh, much. I'll, I'll see you guys soon. Right, yeah, thanks. I got to tell you guys, in case it isn't clear, I, this story to me is everything that we've all sort of been looking for. It exposes the abject hypocrisy and incompetence of this administration, right? That, oh, we're sort of having a border, yeah, we're doing something, and then we know it's not happening, and then they get angry only when it shows up at their doorstep. Nobody seems to care when this has been overrunning these cities in Texas. Right, and then what happens in Texas? I mean, it's even more extraordinary. You guys know about the small Texas town that Myra Flores uh, just won, a Republican who Elon Musk voted for. He says it's the first time he's voted for a Republican. The city's being overrun by illegal aliens. She happens to be Latina. She wins as a Republican. First time a Republican's taken the seat in 100 years. And then the New York Times writes an article about her, the rise of the far right Latina. So this story exposes everything. It exposes the incompetence of the administration. It exposes the hypocrisy of the media. It shows also that when you Actually, as an elected official, when you do what you say you are going to do, that the media will still go after you. All DeSantis is doing is exactly what he said he was going to do, which is exactly what Abbott said he was going to do. And DeSantis got $12 million in the budget to do just this. The Democrats in Florida voted for it. And now they are all on Twitter today calling him a racist. Liberals, if you are watching this and you are still liberal after this, and I don't, I don't want to get into the whittled down classical liberal argument or anything else. If you are voting for Democrats, you, you need help. <laughs> you, you need to see somebody, uh, not a therapist. You're probably in therapy already because you know that they, there's all these studies that uh, usually elitist and metropolitan liberals are in more therapy than anybody and have all these extra psychological problems. The point is, the point is there are basic truths out there Basic truths include having a border and protecting that border and, and doing what you're supposed to do as an elected official and, and assessing these issues honestly if you're in the media. So hopefully there are some people who, be, who are being red-pilled right now. I honestly believe there might be a couple liberals up in Martha's Vineyard who are being red-pilled right now. People who are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, why, why were we a sanctuary city? Because the second people got there, the, the official Martha's Vineyard it's not even, a, I don't even know if it's their local government or whatever it is. They put out a statement about the humanitarian crisis there. 50 people, 50 people while thousands show up in Texas, humanitarian crisis. So they fed them for a day and they put them on buses and they got them the hell out of there. And Chuck Todd's freaking out about it and Whoopi's freaking out about it and everybody else. It's, it's just amazing. All right, couple comments from the locals community. Tony says, I say we send more, make Kamala's front yard great again. Look, I don't love the idea of sending things to people's houses. I didn't like the idea when they were protesting at Brett Kavanaugh's house. Like, I don't like that as a general rule because we'll do it, they'll do it, we'll do it, they'll do it, and everyone will be a target and all of that stuff. Uh, that being said, they've unleashed this thing. They really have just unleashed this thing. We played the clip of Kamala Harris the other day when she was asked about the border and Sarah was right. She couldn't say anything. 
it's very obvious. That she, they basically said, is the border secure? That's what Chuck Todd said. And she said something like, well, a nation is a place with borders and borders are a thing that nations have. And, and it's like, it obviously ain't true, lady, because 50 people just showed up in Martha's Vineyard. And again, the Obama thing is just so perfect. They'll pretend they care. Obama has 30 acres. Do you guys know how big 30 acres is? I know a lot of people with some cash. I don't think I know anyone with 30 acres. It's a big amount of land. And he has a massive mansion on the water. Now, I suppose maybe he didn't want to put the migrants there because they could be killed by, by climate change. You know what I mean? The water, the sea level could rise, wipe out the migrants. Obama would feel terrible. Uh, but of course, he does absolutely nothing. Couple more comments. Uh, math says 2,000 additional people in a city of 3.6 million barely replacements for Chicago victims of violence. Right, they could just take all the dead people that are shot every week by gun violence that we're not allowed to talk about because the racial component is backwards. Um, and they could just bring in new people to keep the population up, that's a good point. Kathy says, shouldn't they love this? They are leaving mean red states for loving blue states. You know what, that's a, what a perfect bow on this whole thing, it's like, right, Let's pretend we're all really compassionate about these people. We really care about these people. Well, they're coming to horrible, backwards, gay-hating, angry, mean, racist, white supremacist states like Texas and Florida, Arizona. Now they're going to the love fest of Illinois and Massachusetts and New York and DC. Lucky, they're lucky people. Uh, guys, if you wanna play along during the show, you can always uh, join the live chat at Ruben Report. .locals.com, part three of my interview with Vivek Ramaswamy is up right now and the full thing's up at Locals already. I'm in a good mood, people. Ah, I was gonna say we could get Chick-fil-A for lunch, but we already ordered lunch. Mm. Backup Chick-fil-A? Should we have two lunches today? Two lunches, it's a bit much, it's a bit much. All right, guys, have a great weekend. See you on Monday. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubinreport.locals.com.